All right. What is December 17th? December 17th is the International Day to End Violence Against Sex Workers. Um, it was a holiday. Uh, I know it sounds grim to call some, uh, it sounds bizarre to call something so grim a holiday, but it is designed to bring attention to the way that sex, sex workers suffer due to stigma, um, bad laws, criminalization that leads to sex workers becoming vulnerable and often being victims of homicide. Uh, you know, how many times have you seen a, a documentary or a story about a serial killer and the victims were not sex workers? So uh, it's designed to sort of mitigate that and bring awareness to the violence that is inflicted on sex workers. And hopefully create some solutions. All right, we're going to show folks how it's done. All right, so we find ourselves over here at Star News. It appears to be a uh, maybe new, it looks like a New Zealand website, maybe. And maybe Arizona. There's so many news websites, but we are where at Star News. All right. Um, this article went up September 1st. Uh, the time that we're recording this and looking at the article, it is uh, September 6th. So the headline we have is court reduces sentence for man who fatally stabbed sex worker. Uh-huh. All right. Now. I was already looking at the article, um, but here we go. It begins with a Christ Church man. Oh, this is uh, down under. You've already. Oh, this is. I, uh, I just know where Christ Church is. Okay, this so this is uh, Australia or New Zealand. Is New Zealand also? It's did. like its own country, but they're like so close to each other. Hmm. That's like if something happens on the border between like northern Minnesota and Canada, you're like, ah, it's kind of a. Yeah, it's just people, eh? But you know, it's just folks. Because uh, wasn't there a big old mass shooting at, like, a mosque in Christchurch? Wasn't that the... Oh, that was... Uh, that is well covered. If folks want to know more about that, I suggest um, Laura Bates' book, Men Who Hate Women. Uh, Laura Bates covered that incredibly well in uh, in that book. New Zealand, by the way. Yes. But uh, that is the tangent. Uh, but yes, this is a Christchurch man. Now, he was suffering a severe psychotic episode. I understand those things are possible. But then, now they use the language, again, they use the language sex worker mm -hmm. in the uh, headline. Yeah. Uh, but right here, they use the word prostitute. Uh, fatally stabbed a prostitute with a large fishing knife. Uh, just hours before he was set to be dropped off at a residential psychiatric facility for treatment has had a new sentence imposed for a third time in as many years. The Supreme Court handed down a 51-page page judgment today for inmate Kane Van Hemmert, never seen a name like that before, uh, who was initially sentenced in December 2020 after pleading guilty to the murder of 33-year-old Bella Tay Pania. And that is what we're looking for mm -hmm. right now. We found uh, the name of the uh, victim of this attack. And they do have a photograph of the individual in the article as well. Um, so, again, I think I think the pronunciation is Bella Tay Pania, B-E-L-L-A mm -hmm. space T-E space P-A-N-I-A. -A. Now, right. A 33 year old individual. Queens leader. Yeah, I'm, um, I, so I know that we always come through things from like a harm reduction lens and an abolition lens, but I'm just curious, 
Um, obviously, psychotic breaks are possible. And someone who commits a crime during a psychotic break is obviously very different than someone who's committing a premeditated murder. But um, the cynic in me is curious to know what he's like when he's not having a psychotic break. Like, um, a lot of sex workers in New Zealand and Australia are not white. A lot of them are immigrants. Of course, obviously, a lot of them are women. So now I have to wonder, like, did he already have, like, racist sentiments? Did he have a lot of misogynistic sentiments? Um, and I'm just, you know... Obviously, I'm curious about that sort of background and if that was a factor um, that made him more likely to attack a sex worker, uh, more likely to attack somebody who wasn't white. Like, you know, obviously, I'm not trying to downplay the significance of the psychotic break, as they say, or like the mental health crisis, certainly. But I just I'm just curious if there were um, maybe other red flags that could have been paid attention to that might have made this uh, preventable. I probably should have told you more from the article before I passed the microphone to you. Oh, no. Uh, but we do have the photograph of uh, Bella here, which, yeah, does not appear to be an individual of European descent at all. And uh, But in the article, uh, he found out that his ex, from one of his children, he found out that his ex had a new partner, and he wanted, and this is what is the quote in the article, revenge sex. And uh, mm -hmm. and they say, uh, let me run it back up there, that there was a dispute over price. Mm hmm. Yeah. So psychotic break. I mean, I am not a licensed psychologist, psychiatrist, any sort of mental health expert, so I can neither confirm nor deny what his mental state was, but it sounds like uh, there were some conditions involved with his behavior and his mindset that aren't necessarily a symptom of mental illness. Yeah, Fiends Kalita and I, we hang out a lot, we chat a lot, and one thing, uh, a language that we use with each other a lot, maybe you want to use with your friends, is... Uh, patriarchy games mm -hmm. he's playing patriarchy games and patriarchy games are dangerous for folks that are not in the patriarchal uh hegemony not hegemony <laughs> all right uh hold on there right it's all work the main difference between sex work and working at subway is that at least in sex work you actually know what the customer's eating and yet <laughs> some people feel highly uncomfortable with the very idea that sex work is labor and should therefore be treated as such. Yeah, and of course, like, it's worth noting that, you know, as we do talk about, um, you know, prison and crime and things, that oftentimes um, people who murder other people are generally not a threat to society. They're killing a specific person for a specific reason, right? Like, it's a revenge killing, or it's, uh, you cheated on me, so I'm going to kill you, or, you know, there's a, a business situation, right, if you happen to be involved in, you know, maybe, like, some illegal businesses. But for a case like this, if he just essentially is going out for revenge sex every time he gets upset, to me, that sounds like someone who is possibly still a danger to society yeah. this isn't like i had a beef with this one person killed this one person it's over it's done let's talk about rehabilitation possibly this doesn't sound like that this sounds like he's anytime a woman upsets him women everywhere are in danger yeah and like the just the, the thing about what the whole concept is right he's saying revenge sex i don't think that exists no matter what context you put it under that's not a real thing. And then also, 
because someone that's not in a relationship with him anymore is in a relationship with someone else. But notice how hypersexual his mind is. Mm -hmm. He's immediately thinking about them having intercourse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, these guys. All right. But uh, we do have uh, the individual's name here, right? Uh, so Bella Tay Pania, a 33-year-old individual. So let's get that information entered. Sester and Foster will actually make life more dangerous for the people they're meant to protect. All right, and as we're putting this thing together, uh, I am definitely, I, you, maybe you can tell as I'm recording this, I'm recording and stopping and getting more info and stopping and we're riffing on it, right? Um, and so I learn a little bit more because I was trying to find the ethnicity of, um, <clears throat> of Tay Pania here. And I didn't find that, but I did find uh, something from uh, some folks that uh, knew her. I want to start a little upwards in this article and move on down. Um, Janice Bullman, who met Tay Pania while working as a sex worker. I'm, I don't want to use their language. About five years ago, said that uh, that... Pania had uh, uh, stopped working on the streets about two and a half years ago when she fell pregnant. Uh, quote from um, <clears throat> a quote from Janice Bullman saying, quote, she got her life together, went on methadone and had her daughter and didn't see that sort of people and had support from her family. Bullman last saw Tay Pania about a week before her death at a shopping mall, quote, she put her daughter in a wee ride in the mall, and we were talking, end quote. Tapania told her she had been uh, back working on uh, Manchester Street when she needed to. She said Tapania would often take clients out of uh, cent the Central City for jobs. Quote, there was nowhere really in the city uh, to do clients, and a lot of places are now patrolled by security, or they have cameras, so she would get them to just drive out of town. End quote. Bowman said Tapania would not have backed down. Quote, she would have fought for her life. End quote. Uh, next part of the article is subtitled Profound Sadness. Tapania is the fifth woman to be killed working on the streets of Christ Church. The others were Renee Duckmanton, 2016. Uh, woo, I'm going to I'm going to spell this name. N-G-A-T-A-I, Mallory, Manning in 2008, uh, Susie Sutherland in 2005, and a 24-year-old who, uh, who has permanent name suppression also in 2005. I've never heard of permanent name suppression before. Might look that up. Um, New Zealand, okay, this is the name of a, of a group of folks, so I'm going to use the language. New Zealand Prostitutes Collective National Coordinator uh, by the name of Dame Catherine Healy said Tapania's death was met with profound sadness. Quote, it affects all our communities deeply when this sort of terrible tragedy occurs. End quote. Healy said people should not assume the man was a client. Quote, sometimes they have no intention of being a client, even though they may be in that situation. End quote. She said it was important to humanize sex workers and not 
victim blame when violence is the issue here. We know the attitudes towards sex workers are generally sympathetic in incidents like this, but mainly not. A lot of it is anti-sex work. The focus needs to go on the fact we have extremely violent... Wait, hold up. The focus needs to go on the fact... I think... Okay, that sounds weird speaking American English, but I get what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, so the focus needs to go on the fact uh, we have extremely violent people. What needs to happen is a reduction in that violence. End quote. That was a long quote. Mm -hmm. Healy said, despite Christchurch's violent history, the Prostitution Reform Act of 2003, which decriminalized sex work, was working. Quote, Sex work was decriminalized to improve occupational safety and health of sex workers and ensure they had access to such things to come forward when terrible situations occurred. Yes. Uh, getting to a part that made me want to uh, quote this article, right? Taking a lot the long route there. Mm -hmm. uh, continuing, uh, she says, but one law can't change the fact that we do have very violent people in society. And quote, Bullman, who was working the same night Sutherland was murdered, said sex workers would be cautious, but often their addictions outweigh their safety and they'll go back out there if they have to get drugs. End quote. She will remember Tapania as a person who would do anything for anyone. Quote, I remember once I had no money at all. She went out to the street for me and came back and gave me the cash so I could get food and cigarettes because I had no money. Just uh, looking out for their comrades. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, and this is what we do. And I guess on the actual day, December 17th, what do you do? Um, well, everyone kind of does their own thing. A lot of people have different events that have... Um, different things that they do. What we in particular are going to do is host an online Zoom where people can just sort of come in and hang out. Uh, we will also have a list of all the names of everybody that we found, uh, the names that we found to add this year, and in particular with a focus on the names of sex workers who passed away within since last December 17th. So um, most of our stuff is going to be digital online. There will probably be some events uh, in person for Swap USA in Texas, um, in the Dallas area, and Swap Behind Bars will probably be putting on in-person events um, in Florida. But um, for people who can't make it to in-person events for whatever reason or would like to connect with sex workers maybe outside of their immediate residence, we will have the online Zoom going all day. Mm. Right. So that that is legit. And I guess uh, we can use this um, outlet to uh, give you more of these updates if you are interested. I hope you're interested. Even if you're not interested, it's worth knowing. Right. Especially if you already clicked on this, you were already looking for this sort of material. Mm -hmm. Um. I think that should be about it for this one. Um, and there will be more to come. I want to note something mm -hmm. because we, we, you have pulled me into this and we've been doing yes. this together a bit. Yes. Uh, you found a very interesting one earlier this summer because now, yeah, it is sad. I'm kind of using this word. Uh, murder is a lot of these, mm -hmm. but you found one that was old age. Oh, Wasn't yes. she like 90 something? Yes. <laughs> yes, she was. Yeah. Like, like, I don't need, like that's because triple OG, that's like 40 years old or like 50 mm -hmm. years old. 
What is 90? Yeah, I do believe um, she was a sex worker from India. I don't know her name off the top, but um, yes. Although also um, we recently lost Carol Lee as well. Carol Lee was also in that triple OG. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, we miss the Scarlet Harlot. She's actually, Carol Lee is actually the one who created the term sex worker and put it into the mainstream lexicon. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Which seems like something someone shouldn't have to do, but I'm an ideologue and I'm biased. <laughs> All right, uh, folks, stay tuned, right? This is a SWOP Swap Sex Workers Outreach Project on the Substack, right? That's, that's pretty, uh. Yes. All right, we're, we're modern. All right. Yeah, I just had to double check. Yeah, uh, Carol Lee was 72. 72. Yes. And then if I can find the um, link for the uh, other woman in India, I will. But, pull and, that up. It, and if we don't soon, folks, remember, tune in December 17th. Yes. The name, will will be on, the name will be on the list. Yep. All right. 